again. Back, back in the day when I was Buddha. Buddha. Hey, shout out to the jukebox of Smitty's though. Hey, Cheddar check in back in this. Cheddar checked up from the neck up. We're gonna try to do this one more again. We uh, had some technical difficulties on the last one, but that was kind of on some. Uh, when you're just schlock city and trying to do a podcast straight into your phone at the dive bars, you're probably gonna run into some audio difficulties. Not just any dive bars, Smitty's. In it was on some uh, it was on some podcasts like pay or dues we uh, we back in it but shout out to the jukebox of Smitty they really do always got that slap they really do man no matter what mood you're in they always got you jukeboxes make me kind of think about like cover I don't know just like mostly diving there's like fools in Vegas that make a whole career off of like covering Frank Sinatra songs and like the OGs oh yeah it's on like if we're ever to make it to this OG status is about to just be fools like doing pop covers oh, in Vegas. Yes, like, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I'm not a killer, but don't push me. This is like a sweetest joy in this beginning. Oh man, that'd be so cool. That'd be tight though. I feel like that would be tough. I'm hella ready. I mean, it's like a couple years. Right? Snoop's on definitely. Like, I don't know enough about Vegas to speak on it, but Snoop's gonna have one of them casinos, bruh. It's out there, and the bitches gonna be all, all, all over. Like, the middle aged white ladies gonna be all over it, this it, it, it. All over this Middle aged all races. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. Uh, but I'm always gonna be. I'm not mad at Snoop. I'm not mad at any of these fools. But I'm also gonna always kind of be mad how he just made a career off of E40 swag. Uh, man, yeah. I don't know. That's just shout out to 40. Well, that's the classic Bay. I call the classic Bay Area chef. Like, innovate everything, you know. Chip on our shoulders. Chip on the shoulders, you know what I'm saying? Innovate everything, where's the credit at, though? No, no. That's even, that's even going on currently. I just peeped this, uh, that kid Jay Ant, you listen to this kid Jay Ant, in like HBK, right? But he's like on some, like I'm trying to reclaim this like hypey slang because like you see, he was like this Post Malone song is like I'm saucing and he's saucing. like that was just, Man. He took Saucy, he was like, Mac Drake been talking about Saucy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, niggas before Mac Drake was talking about Saucy. Come on, Saucy was so dope. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's a problem with, like, you can't really take ownership over language, you know what I'm saying? It's but, hard, man. It's hard, but, but there is still some relevance to it, man. There's definitely some context to it. Like, I was thinking about this word today, or maybe even yesterday, where I was thinking about sideways, and, like, sitting sideways, and, like, thinking about Houston having wet. Then I was like, bruh, like, who's in the Bay where he was talking about sideways? Hella long ago, like, growing up and listening to Spice One, and, like, sideways to the next light. And, like, you know, fucking so sideways, this way, that way. E-40 definitely did this. Like, he was talking about sideways back in the day. That's hella real, but I feel like also, like, shout out to Houston, and, like, there was just always a lot of Bay, Dirty South, back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for sure. Like, they fucked with each other so, so tough. They like kissing cousins, man. Sick like, with the it. Bay, the Bay Midwest, the South, man. There's, there's straight up connections, man. Bay TL. Bay TL. Shouts out to City Peak. Hey. City. City. 
Uh, yeah, man. That was definitely like, I mean, I remember, uh, shout out to Trisha Rose also on that hip hop. Yeah. Breaking down hip hop. You're blessed to take some of her classes in Santa Cruz. But I remember she would talk about how, like, the South and the West Coast hip hop definitely have this similar vibe or connection. Oh, yeah. Because most of the time it's like, it's like how you listen to the yeah, music. Yeah, how you listen to And it. so the main mode of transportation being cars, you're listening to hip hop in your whip so it's yeah. like mostly like hella bass and you got like your trunk rattling and some like right. you, know, you got 12s in the back and, like, and something you can hop in and ride to exactly. and something you can hop in and ride to versus like the east coast where you're probably listening to like, your headphones you're listening to music in your headphones so it's like much more on the highs right like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the lyrics and like the, the boom bap the boom bap exactly the snares right them killer snares crispy snares boy yeah man how you doing, man? Man, I can't call it Cheddar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't even do the intro. I mean, it's your boy, Corey Chen. Up in the mix, Cheddar Check-In Podcast. Very bass, very rare conversation. Man, got my man, Greg Mitchell. Gregory Allen Mitchell, Buddha G. I'm doing this. A.K.A. B-U-W-D-H-A to the G. Shout out, man. Uh, not too much chatter, man. I feel like, I don't know, just been thinking a lot about uh, how to keep my head on straight, man. That's real. How to keep my head on straight. Going through a lot of intense kind of emotional shit, like breakups and breakups to make a breakup. Breakups to make a new, new type of relationship. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about because we've been talking about some specific shit, you know. And it's maybe to come later. But uh, but I figure like this is where my head's at, so my ability to go with it. Like uh, really trying to figure out new ways of being with the person that you spend significant time intimately with, and you know, moving on to the next step or whatever, whatever that might be. Do you just completely move on, disregard the person from your life, or do you try to build something new and that is non-intimate, non-physical? So, kind of been marinating on that um, because, you know, sometimes people do have an impact on your life and you want to keep having a connection because, you know, there's a vibe there, but it might not work out as far as like partnership wise. So, mine's been kind of there. Kind of there these days. And kind of, how do you balance here? Yeah, hella feels, feels, right feels now. man. Shouts out to one and both sides. Shouts out to two, three, four, and then Mo. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna stay shouting out the homies. Uh, uh, that's all we will. Well, much love. Hella feels. Hella feels. Oh, you're being a human. Oh, oh you have human oh, emotions. Here. Feeling, feelings and shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Stop being, yeah. stop, being, stop being such a bitch. You're just a bitch, bro. You're so gay. Like, you feel things. Hell yeah, bro. I know. Like, you like, feel emotions. Nah, you're just kind of a human being. Bro. Yeah, bro. Just kind of a human being. You feel. Yeah, man. I mean, lucky enough, I can still, like, feel emotions. You know, some people can't no more, man. You know? Have to move in such ways, but you know, less than enough so I can I can still feel some shit. Cry session, cry session, hella cry session. Hey, sometimes you just gotta let it out, man. Tear, hey, tear. <laughs> you need that shit. Hey, that shit is hella crucial. That's like major key. Shout out to DJ Khaled. Oh, Snapchat, shit. major key. Snapchat out here, bro. Snapchat revolution.
sessions. Cry sessions. Cry major sessions. key. Hey, but major you know what? Key. But Khaled is never going to put that on his Snapchat. Like, Who knows? Don't put, yeah, you know put nothing past DJ Khaled. You're right. You're right. Because I do fuck with Khaled's Snapchat. is hella lit. It's fucking hilarious. But I could see. You're right. You're right. I don't know what. I'm, I'm not going to put any. <laughs> I'm not going to put Khaled's Snapchat into any box. Right I mean, now. he couldn't. I mean, it would be amazing if he was like, yo. Cry sessions, major key. Major key. Cry it out. Cry Ride out. with me. Ride, Ride with me. We winning. We winning. <laughs> they don't want you to cry. They don't want, they don't want, to want you to cry. So we're gonna cry more. So we're gonna cry more. Win with me. I'm gonna put that on my snap. We're gonna put that on our snap. <laughs> we're gonna put that on a cheddar checking snap. Major key, Greg. Major key. Hey man, I was gonna say special for all you fellas out here, but shit, the patriarchy transcends gender, transcends sexuality at this point. We all we all feel like we gotta dug it out. We all gotta be too tough. We can't ask for help. We can't ask for support. We can't provide support. Emotional support for the for the loved ones. We can't see somebody cry or else we feel incredibly uncomfortable and gotta stop them. So I don't know. I might be carrying over shit from the first podcast. I guess that's where I'm still at, man. That's real, man. I mean, speaking of which, I, that, that's the thing. I don't know when. I don't know when these episodes. We stacking. We trying to stack yeah, episodes stacking, right man. now. I, know, I have no idea when this is gonna drop, if at all, or anytime or whatever. But yeah, I mean, coming off that, uh, coming off that first podcast, we kind of broke down chasing the joy. Chasing the joy, man. That's really what it comes down to, man. We always just trying to chase the joy. Life is trying to get back to this pure bliss that we experience as a youngster. Right. I do see that though, like the pure joy of a child. I see in my little two-year-old niece right now. She just full of that joy, like just hella happy, running around, no inhibitions, doing whatever, whatever she wants, just living, just living. Uh, and I can see how it's like, you know, I mean, it makes me sad to think that I know the world is just going to tear her down. <laughs> hey, hey, baby girl, the world don't And she's going to be trying to get back to this point in time that I'm seeing that she's at right now, which is that pure joy. But, you know, it's all good. That's why it's like, I'm going to have her back. Yo, let's just chop it up. Come, like, we're about to just go, like, eat some snacks. <laughs> if you want to watch a movie, you want to talk about something, we can chop it up. We can walk around. We can fly. I'm hella ready for that next phase. Like, when we're a little bit older, oh, we can just eat all the snacks. <laughs> and then just, like, watch movies and shit. You can't really do that right now. It's nice, man. Everything turns into a little mini adventure, man. Like, you I remember going to the supermarket and like, watching her wild through all the, all, the, all, the, all the aisles and shit. She like bring back a big ass like melon. Like, like, we're not getting that, but that's hella tight. But she got the, what do you think that is? Smell good? How heavy is it? That's a hella question and it should be hella into it. Because you know about, you got hella music in that well, I got a bunch of baby cousins and nieces and nephews. And I say some, I have a niece, Caitlin, and a couple of nephews now. And yeah, man, learned a lot from them. Learned a lot by being an uncle, man. I 
like this uncle life. Shouts out to Uncle Jesse lifestyle. Oh, know? this uncle life is so clean, bro. Jesse and the Rippers, man. I'm just trying to do my best impersonation. Yo, it really is though. Awesome. It goes back to it all comes back to '90s pop culture, bro. It all comes back to Full House, like Uncle Jesse, Uncle Joey, and it's man, I fuck with that because like I am on that ship. I live in the basement. I live with my two-year-old niece and my sister and my brother-in-law, and I am like. Uncle Cheddar in the basement. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I mean, I'm definitely not, not gaming up the females like Uncle Jesse was. I mean, who is like, though, really? really kind of weird, right like now. how Uncle Jelly was, though. And maybe like a female every now and again, but not like Comparison Uncle Jesse was getting it in. <laughs> I mean, his group name was Uncle Jesse and the Rippers, man. Speaking of language and words and shit, like niggas in the paper saying rippers and runners and runners shit. Runners and rippers. Like, man. Ripping and running. Ripping and running, man. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Kansopoulos was ahead of his time, right? Hey, I mean, it was, and it was based in the bank. Based in Frisco. Full House was based in the bank. What are them houses called? Like the Twin Ladies or some shit? The Victorians and shit. Yeah, yeah, so right around the corner from the Independent. Shouts out to the Independent. Ooh. That's one of my favorite places to be show, man. Ooh, I peeped that transition you just did right there, boy. Independent, we have some time. Oh, man. Independent is like one of my favorite. I mean, we talked about this, but it's definitely, it's one of the most lit. Uh-huh. Little, music drag, little Dragon? Oh, man. man, I mean, but it's more because I just saw Colella. And I didn't even shout out Colella on the last one. But I mean, we're talking about music that we did. Yeah. The 2015 bangers and like, yo, Colella's so dope, bro. Colella's hallucinogen. Everybody peeped that hallucinogen. Super clean. Like, next level R&B shit. And shouts out to the homeboy, DJ Dahi. Hey. 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 Had, one of the, had one of the most slapping bangers on there, right? Um, yeah, all falls down. Yeah, yeah, all falls down. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. DJ Dahi, everybody fucks with, you know, for the for the two homies that probably already know DJ Dahi who are listening to this right now, everybody go fucks with DJ Dahi. That's, that's the homies. Extremely talented producer. Inglewood, California zone. Oaks College. Oaks College alumni. Slug life. What it do? Um, are the Chargers about to move there? Chargers are about to Well, the Rams are about to move there. To Inglewood. The St. Louis Rams are moving back to L.A. They were in L.A. for one. They're moving to Inglewood. And then the, the Chargers have an option to join them and are most likely going to do that. And then the Raiders wanted to get in on that action, but NFL is like, fuck y'all, man. What if just like Inglewood went from having no teams to three teams just overnight? It's crazy. That'd be some wild it's crazy, shit. but they don't want to do that. I mean, I, that's a whole other conversation. I have a whole other episode, episode on that shit. <laughs> but basically, the town's going to get to keep the Raiders for a little while longer. We'll see. So, shout out to the nation. Greg doesn't give a fuck. Greg hey, <laughs> let, let, let me be crystal fucking clear. Greg's a nice man. This is all good. Look, I was born in 1984 and raised in the Bay Area that didn't have a fucking Oakland Raiders fan. 
I didn't have nobody here that was affiliated with Open Raiders. I came up seeing Jerry Rice, John Taylor, fucking Roger Craig, Joe Montana, fucking slinging the ball out of the field for touchdowns and Super Bowls, man. So I grew up on that shit in my backyard. So shout out to the motherfucking Niner Gang, Niner Nation. But at the same time, I'm also from the East Bay. I'm born in Open Raiders in Berkeley, and I like, I was feeling it when the Raiders came back here. But the fucking rivalry in sports is so goddamn major that fools want to beef over some shit that they're unaffiliated with, which I understand, and it's fine, but at the same time, I'm like an all Bay Area uplifter, and I want to I wanna rep for the all Bay Area uplifters out there that, that, that can transcend motherfucking colors and fucking flags and all that shit and, and you know, lift it up, you know what I'm saying? Lift up the bay. Like, shout out to E40, he's an all Bay Area uplifter, and ambassador of the bay, man. I I love, I love, hey, hey, I love, I love seeing my business. I love seeing my people happy. I got family everywhere. I got family everywhere. See, see, Uh, we can't even get through a a two-second podcast. No, I I feel you, though. I mean, I I definitely, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're the reverse. I'm born in Berkeley, raised in Oakland, but he's staying all the way. So I'm always going to, more it's like, I just want to rep my city, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm going to always rep Oakland. Why? I'm always red over class, so I'm like a, you know, I'm an A's, I'm an A's Raiders Warriors fan. But it's like I'm almost, I've always been salty at the Warriors because they never want to rep the state. They can always go to the state. What the fuck is Golden State? I don't know. A lot of people don't know, man. Yeah, exactly. Jay Rich. I had a biggest I had a conversation with Jason Richardson. He was like, when I got drafted, I was like, where's Golden State? Oh, Oakland. Shit. Might as well be in Pasadena, bro. Like Fresno, bro. Where the fuck? Could be in fucking. So, so more it's just I want to put on for my city, right? But I have like, you know, I got hella fam, diehard Niners fans, diehard Giants fans, all that shit. But it's like, you know, I'm always gonna rep my teams, but it's all good. That's it's true, it's true, it's true. Let's true. keep it basic. Let's keep it basic and positive. If it's Raiders and Niners, I'm rooting for the Niners. So I have to keep that real Yeah. So yeah. and if it's Giants and A's, I'm rooting for the A's. And I know hey. all my pot, hey, I know all my partners gonna be mad at rep the Giants. So you know what I'm saying? But I'm yeah, yeah. Uh, and my mama's name is Posey, so shouts out to Buster Posey. You know what I mean? Like, and my brother's name literally is Kevin Mitchell. So you know, I got I got street cred when it comes to the Giants. Hey, shout out to Dennis Eckersley, though. I'm like sitting next to him. We live in Smitty's right now. We right. live at a dive bar in the town. And I'm literally sitting next to a portrait, a beautiful framed portrait of the god, Dennis Eckersley, of the Hayes, which sits right under Budweiser. Uh, Raiders poster, hey. while I sit right under a 49ers helmet poster. Shouts out, man. We out here. All to say, shouts out to Smitty. I fucking love Smitty. I love this shit. That's why. That's why we, yeah, we stay on these podcasts out of Smitty. God though. That's like that's my, the that's my favorite, like damn near could be my favorite athlete of all time. Oh, he's so swag. Like he had all the swag for anybody that you fuck with like a Dion. Like he had all that kind of swag for like somebody like Dion had. He had all the fucking attributes of 
looking like his hillities before motherfucker. He was at the whole package, man. And he talked about himself in the third motherfucker. Oh man, that's all Ricky Hendrix. This is Ricky calling on behalf of Ricky. Ricky wants to play baseball. Let's make a deal. There's that story of like he called his agent or called somebody about a contract and he's like, This is Ricky calling on behalf of Ricky. Ricky wants to play baseball. Let's make a deal. And then the classic story of how he how how he got his first check. And the, and the A's management was wondering what happened to this million dollars that never got cashed in on. And they called Ricky and was like, Ricky, what happened to this million dollar check you cut you, man? He was like, oh, man, I'm framing that and put that on my wall. Like, I ain't, you know, like the motherfucker just framed the fucking million dollar check and put that shit on his wall. That's some pimp shit, so clean, so clean. Shout out to Ricky. Hell yeah. Oakland Tech, yeah, he was like Oakland's finest, man. I was like, yeah, born and bred. Yeah, but getting back to, okay, so the independent though. Yeah. What I love about the independent, we talked about this, but it's a venue in the city for folks who aren't from the Bay. It's a, it's a music venue in San Francisco, but it's like, it's, it's pretty small. But not like tiny, it's like yeah. medium size, and it's just like the the artists that roll through there. It's more I just love like that stage of an artist's career or their like progression. Is like they're they got some juice, you know, they got a following. They could sell out a show at the independent, but they're also not on some like arena type shit or like haven't like blown up like that even yet. Like mezzanine, which is like a right. little step up. Or like mezzanine is a little step up. That's a great like yeah, that's a great example. That's like it's the like, next step up. It's like they're up and coming. Um, that they may have a player. they may have like a minor buzz, you know what I'm saying? But a uh, uh, shout out to uh, Adrian Luis. Uh, he was in the literacy, we part of the literacy with like Nico Carey and Ruby. Ruby, uh, um, yeah. Shout out. Shout out to them doing their big things all the time. Um, but Adriel put up Colin and then on to the platform. They brought me to the first little dragon I ever been to. That shit was way less than half food. Way less than half food. Wasn't and I at that shit? I, no. You, I wasn't you, at you that. You weren't that. at that first one. Right. That's like us four doing. But we, we, we were right on the stage. Like, oh, that was that shit. Right on the stage. Little Dragon had a string though of like three every shows time, at so the independent. Every time they in went, the it exponentially grew. Like that second time it was half full, then it was three quarters full, then it was like packed, and then it was packed every other time after that. Then they moved on to like the mezzanine. Then they was like doing big things at Coachella yeah. and like, you know, selling out big shit. It's some shit though because it's like you, once they move on, like yeah. from the independent, they never come back to the independent. Right, 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 so, right. But there's something about that stage of where an artist is at. Like you can see, like there's this like there's this vibe. They got this energy about them. They're hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like hungry. Like really passionate. Like love the shit. And it's just that's my favorite time to watch an artist. Like it's amazing to see them at that stage. Oh man. And yo, we were we went in. It was like that. That was a pretty epic era. I remember. That was like what was that? That was like 09 to like. 2012 or some shit. It's going super hard at the independent. Man. Like every time, oh little dragon. Every time they out here, we, we out here. Every time they out here, we out here. Jazz races. Every time they out here, we out here. And a new parish too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Spots were lit. That's. I mean, I think New Paris is on that same. I mean, that's the. That's like the the town equivalent. Like that's the Oakland equivalent of like the independent. Kind of on a similar similar vibe. New Paris is kind of its own thing though. They be on all over the place. Uh, yeah, man, but that's dope. I mean, like, Taz Braces. Braces. We, we might. I want to do a whole. I want to do a whole. Table Parking lot. Parking lot. Parking lot. Shouts out to DR, though. That was definitely, like. They changed the game. They really did. They really did. Like, very, still, like, very underrated and slept on. And it was, like, this very, but very special time, man. Very special time. 2010 was hella lit, and a lot of it was off, like, these dope ass dance racist mixtapes, man. Yeah, I mean, sit down, man. I mean, sit down, shut up, man. And then, like, I mean, all very influenced by Bass Guy, too. Just like, I mean, that era was very experimental as far as, like, oh shit, the internet is popping. And also, there's kind of a lane for everybody if you want to just create a lane. And, like, that was that's, that was the type part of that era. I feel like everybody now is super benefiting off of that experiment last like internet pop in, let's start a Tumblr page, let's also like have like some kind of Twitter thing, and yeah, popping off that straight up off of that. Right, right. The last several years have been hella lit also like internet popping but also like creativity and I feel like just like tools and shit yeah. I mean look at this shit. I mean we're awesome like fucking yeah. making yeah, a podcast yeah. in my goddamn phone at yeah. a dive bar in town well, that's the thing, man. Like, the past several years have just been like a cultivation. Like, fools are having to bump their heads against hella shit and figure it out. And, like, now, like, fools have fucking strategies for this shit. They're like, marketing strategies. Fools are so, like, connected with their social media presences, their platforms. They're like, how to, mark, like, how to turn it into, like, clothing, how to turn it into your art that you can slang. Like, fucking visual arts. Like, so many different ways to do Like, everybody's, like, Super multifaceted, or at least you can be super multifaceted and not have a box in. Even though people tend to still on a massive scale tend to like fuck with you like that and kind of interpret you like that still, because you know, mainstream always takes a second to catch on. But like the folks who are doing the culture creation type shit, it's like you can tell everybody's like connected with kind of everybody else and trying to like push the shit forward. Right, right. So I don't know, it's kind of like anything goes, but also it's super. You still gotta cater yourself to a mainstream kind of like politic a little Or it's, it's capitalism, right? It's capitalism. I mean, it's like it always art and commerce under capitalism. Yeah, all right, 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 right. Fucks up economic system, and it's always gonna clash with each other. I feel like right. creativity is like can be this very like liberating practice, right? Art, creativity, creation, but then it's like you know this profit motive and money, money motivation is under capitalism or you know, like conflict with that shit in a way, right? Because it's like anti-love in a lot of ways, right? right, right. Like anti-love. Uh-huh. Anti-love. I saw it's like to the back side. Shouts out, man. All right. Where it all begins and ends. <laughs> I had to take a second. I spaced out. I, 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 I see it. I see it. It like, all begins wow. and ends. Where it begins and ends. With one Brandon, the base guy. <laughs> B-Town Zone. West, West Berkeley, Waterfront. Wow. <laughs> I, I, he, he lost I, like, I lost the baseball oh, oh, I, I, but it's like hey save <laughs> save oh, hey shout out to everybody shout out to everybody
very basic. Wow, this is a very basic conversation. Super basic conversation. This is welcome to the Cheddar Chicken. Welcome to the Cheddar Chicken. Very basic, very rare conversation. Oh man, very positive. Positive. Fuck me, I'm positive. But like, so so basically, what I was gonna say is like, folks have to if you're trying to make that transition from like Tumblr. Twitter, uh, like popping on the internet artists to mainstream, you kind of still gotta cater to those mainstream tendencies. Like, you gotta narrow your focus and make it about like partying and bitches and clothes and drinking and fucking and like do the similar things and shit and partying and turning up and shit, which you know, which has its positives, negatives, and all in the in between. But, uh, but I feel like, you know, folks like Kendrick and folks like J. Cole and folks like I mean, shit like Drake or Future or Dip. I'm trying to think of, of more. I mean, shit, Kalayla. Well, she's not as on as them, but like, it's so innovative. Like, I think people like Beyonce, as we transition into these times we're talking about where everybody's influenced by everything, like, she's pulling hella directly from these artists like Kalayla on the under and not giving them necessarily the credit. That's real. Like the producers shit and shit. From her sister. Yeah, like a, Solange. Like Solange. She was way more based. Yeah, like she had to find a whole another way to get on. She was like, I can't fuck with this. I gotta get on my own, right? So let me fuck with what's, what's popping out here with what the people popping with, you know? So, shouts out to her and she held influence the major shit, you know what I'm saying? So it, so I can see it all transcending. I don't know if that's all it always worked, but like, I can definitely see it working like that now. I still fuck with Yonsei though. And, and, and no, I fuck with I'm Solange. not mad at her at all. Yeah. Like, I'm, she, she's tight, but she's definitely the producers who are reveling on the independent, like coming up on the art scene line, are definitely influencing far quicker like the transition is far quicker nowadays because of like this, the expediency of like social media makes it like nigga, dabbing was a thing and then everything like that, then dabbing was in like subway commercials. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. It happens Crazy. in like the, the span of a week. You know what I'm saying? Shit doesn't, that shit like wild, appropriation happens at a speed so fast that, it, that you can't tell that it's being appropriated anymore. It happens so seamlessly. Right. So like all shit seemingly belongs to all people and the, the credit doesn't get too like paid to where it actually came from. And I'm a nigga that's always gonna be like trying to get credit to where credit is due. So, yeah, I feel like that means real. something. It, it means something in history and the culture and place and location beyond the internet, which tries to homogenize everything. So. Word. That's, I mean, and it's also, I think that's, it's fucked up though how there is a constant need for credit, but all, like you see that constantly, right? Yeah. Like people get salty about like, well shit, I came up with that or I did that and yeah. I'm not getting oh, yeah. my due and they're they're making all this cake and like I'm not getting paid and like right. all that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, again, right? The capitalism is like, the money gets tied to everything. Yeah. But then, also though, it's just this deeper need for validation that oh, yeah, I feel like sure. we don't get like in life, you know what I'm saying? Like in, in society how it is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, for not, sure. we don't have people just don't get that love man you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, so man. they feel alienated and then, and then what happens is some niggas do fucking proper like a motherfucker and and just I mean it just it's just like an exponential process niggas say and like and take your shit and bite and, and exploit the fuck out of that shit and get paid and it's just like the nigga that came up with that shit maybe just like like come on bro like I, like I, you know, you got to do something. That shit came from somewhere. Like, innovation, a lot of times, especially for community colors, comes from a lot of suffering and pain. So that when that shit doesn't get, like, 
you know, validated like you say, like validated and accredited and who it came from. It's like, nigga, you ain't, you ain't seen my struggle. You, you ain't seen my pain. Yeah, like, right. and, and now you profiting off of my pain and my struggle and my heartache and my motherfucking ingenuity that could put all that shit to work. So, that's, I feel like that's where the, the saltiness comes out of that too, where it's like, like look, Justin Bieber, like, nigga, you raw and shit. Like, your voice is amazing and you making, like, dope ass shit. But also, you profiting off the backs of the niggas that can like, like, die and suffer for, for you to just be able to appropriate that shit so easy. Right. So, and he's just the latest version. The Beebs. Beebs just the latest version, right? Of a long line of like that shit. Of like, you know, that's going back to like blues and jazz cats. You know what I mean? Since it could have been started. I mean, really, it's like fucking the Native Americans banging on drums. Not getting that credit, bro. Africans banging on drums. Word. I mean, what, what, what were white people doing? Like, it's still early. Hella it cold like, and hella bitter and like. Dancing, <laughs> maybe? Like, we're like. Hella violins on? Like. I don't, I don't even know, know man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that might be that time, man. I think it's like closing down. <laughs> so, we're gonna wrap this. But much love. Hey, much Another love, one man. in the books. <laughs> Out yet. Yeah. Peace. Uh, a bug back. Did you blow that? Yeah.